Happy holidays, Punches everybody. Your heartstrings, doesn't it? Jeff Foxworthy. Hey, that mine, I'll tell you. <laughs> the redneck 12 days of Christmas oh. on a Tuesday morning here at Wax. All right, we got three above uh, with the wind out there, a little breeze making it feel like it's about nine below. Some folks off to the west already, already below zero. It'll high today, what it is. It's not going to warm up from here overnight tonight, about 11 below. So stay warm and uh, do what needs to be done. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some of the morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Trump says the Justice Department Inspector General's report is a disgrace after it found no evidence of political bias in the FBI's Russia probe. Speaking with reporters at the White House, Trump said the FBI probe was concocted and far worse than he ever thought possible. The president said it was an attempted overthrow of government that a lot of people were in on, but they got caught. Trump said he's looking forward to Attorney General Bill Barr and U.S. Attorney John Durham's separate report on the Russia probe. Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham says the DOJ watchdog report shows that the FBI Russia probe was fundamentally flawed. Speaking at the Capitol, the South Carolina Republican condemned the FBI's methods for obtaining warrants to surveil Trump campaign aide Carter Page. I believe there will be no debate among reasonable-minded people, particularly lawyers, about how the system not only got off the rails, but in my view became a criminal enterprise. Graham said he's not going to accept that politics was not involved because the people who oversaw the probe hate Trump's guts. Inspector General Michael Horowitz's report concluded that there was no political bias in the origins of the FBI's probe. Horowitz also noted, however, that the FBI mishandled parts of its application to monitor Page. The watchdog found so many problems that he's launching a separate inquiry into how the FBI obtains national security warrants. House Democrats are expected to deliver articles of impeachment against President Trump today. Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler and Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff are expected to hold a press conference this morning. Democrats accuse the president of abusing his power by pressuring Ukraine to investigate his political rivals. In a hearing yesterday, Nadler called Trump's actions clearly impeachable and said he put his private interests ahead of the country's well-being. And the Louisville, Kentucky Metro Police Department says its narcotics team was tracking a package on Saturday and executed a search warrant to pick it up after it was delivered. Turns out it was an air fryer carrying 20 pounds of meth. Police said on Facebook, if you want your dope, call the LMPD. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. I'd say if you want your dope, call Washington. There's plenty of them out there. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever happened. I mean, Washington, D.C., peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Boy, that's the... That beltway, anything but out there. Boy, oh boy, hopefully they get this thing resolved and somebody, we find a leader that can, you know, lead us all, not just lead part of us, but it's a sad situation what's going on here. We're spending a lot of time on things that we, we're leaving a lot of things on the side of the road is what it amounts to. The U.S.-Mexico-Canada free trade agreement and just passing bills to keep the government running and things like that. So they're preoccupied, no question about that. Hopefully it'll get better. Yeah. yeah right. they, they could they could sit, take a lesson from some farm organizations that yeah. we just talked about. Yeah, uh, that's exactly right. That's right. Get her done. You bet. Have a good, vital, and vibrant debate. But in the end, let's come to agreement. Not happening out there. Almost five minutes after five, we'll take a look at our weather and markets. Weather this morning brought to you. By your friends at Stein Seed. Chosen by the dedicated. Chosen by the early risers. Chosen by farmers everywhere. 
Stein Seed has provided industry-leading genetics for more than 40 years. Our corn and soybeans have been perfected generation after generation to produce higher yields for growers who know what they put in, what they get out. Choose Stein because Stein has yield. Your field will prove you right. Contact your local Stein Seed dealer or visit steinseed.com to learn more. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you've got to see. If you can rock in it, we got it. If you can recline in it, we got it. If you can sleep on it, we got it. Economy Furniture carries the national brands like Best, Catnapper, Therapeutic, and England. We also carry local Wisconsin brands Wolfcraft, Lang, and Ashley. You can shop everyday low prices at Economy Furniture. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me. Does your farm equipment need updating? Well, this is the perfect time to talk to Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank's new equipment financing special is personalized to your individual farm's needs with flexible terms and payment options that will fit your budget. Get started today at any Alliance Bank location, Mondovi, Osseo, Cochrane, or Bluff Siding, and let an ag lending expert work out a plan just for you. Some restrictions apply. Loans are subject to credit approval. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. around our part of the country. Cold the next couple of days. From now until about Thursday, it's going to be pretty darn cold. Today, our high is only going to be about three above. We're going to have breezy conditions and uh, partly sunny skies, cloudy, sunny uh, off and on. But again, it's it's not going to it's not going to warm up. Tonight, it'll be about 11 below by chore time at the shank of the day tomorrow. And on Wednesday, our high is only going to be about one above. It will be sunny, but only one above. Then on Thursday, it'll warm up to the low 20s with a chance of more snow, maybe an inch or two. 30 on Friday with some clouds. Saturday, about 23, again, with a chance of snow. Around the area now, Marshfield at 7, Wausau at 5, Green Bay at 17, Milwaukee at 23, Madison Sun Prairie also at about 20, uh, about 17 degrees. We've got Rice Lake 1 below, Menominee's 5 below this morning. La Crosse is four above here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area. We're about three above, but with a little breeze out there, it feels like nine below with the wind chill. So, again, just prepare for it. It's a couple of days. It's not like it's going to be a two-week deal here, So, we, but it will be nice and brisk the next couple of days. And we've got our markets. They're coming up next here on Wax. Be prepared for the cold months ahead with a trip to Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We carry a wide assortment of tools to help get your projects done, like a DeWalt 150,000 BTU LP forced air heater to keep your workspace warm. Regularly $229.99, now $189.99. Get $70 instant savings on a 20-volt lithium-ion brushless drill driver and impact driver combo kit. Features a two-speed transmission and LED lights for working in dark spaces. Save $100 on an M18 Fuel High Torque Half Inch Impact Wrench with Battery from Milwaukee Tool, just $299. And keep your water soft with Morton Pure Natural Crystals, a 40-pound bag, just $529. Save on the brands you love, and now with Blaine's Loyalty Rewards Program, earn points and save even more. Join Blaine's Rewards today and take advantage of member rewards pricing, special offers and savings, and member-only events. Find values like these and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic Still family-owned since 1955. The darkest nights of the year are back. Are your headlights ready? Visit HeadlightSavingsTime.com to find a pair of whiter, brighter Sylvania bulbs and start seeing more of the road ahead. 
Let's look at the markets on this Tuesday morning, nine minutes after five. Scott, cash livestock trades. Fed beef steers are at one eleven to one twenty and a half. Fed beef heifers at one twelve to one twenty, with mixed going for seventy to one eleven. Fed Holstein steers going for eighty five to ninety two. Cows forty five to sixty six, and bulls forty to seventy five. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at thirty four to forty five. Sows twenty one to thirty five. Boars eight to twelve and a half. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 140 to 151, and feeder lambs are at 1 to 225. At the Mercantile Exchange yesterday, livestock futures were, were mixed. December live cattle closed at 12017. That's down 2. February cattle, 12475, down 22. April at 12540, up a nickel. And June cattle, 11750, up 35. Feeder cattle for January, 14152. That was down 2. March feeders at 142.27, that was up 60 cents. April at 144.15, up 37. May at 145.25, up 17. And August cat, August feeder cattle, 150.22, up 15 cents. And lean hogs for December at $60 even, that's down a dollar 12. February hogs at 66.70, and uh, that price was down 85. April hogs 72.97, down 72. And May. At seventy-eight ninety, down sixty-five. In the grain trade, soybeans were higher yesterday—a nice jump—and uh, then went another one to two cents higher overnight. Otherwise, the markets were pretty quiet. March corn unchanged this morning at three seventy-five. The oats at two ninety-five. March wheat down a penny at five twenty-one. And again, the March soybeans up another one to two cents after the uh, nice jump during the day trade yesterday. March soybeans this morning at nine thirteen a bushel. Soybean meal for March down 70 cents a ton at $301.50. Barrel cheese down 14 and three quarters cents yesterday, settling at 208 a pound. Blocks unchanged $1.97, butter up a cent and a half at 193. Class three prices were mixed. December down four, 1951. January up two at 1864. February was unchanged at 1785. March down three at seventeen forty one. April down four at seventeen twenty one. As prices were mixed through twenty twenty, and that's the way the markets look this morning here on Wax. Again, we're about uh, three above, but uh, I wouldn't make book on that either. That's what we saw a little while ago. But the breeze blowing, it's cooling off, and uh, the high today is only going to be about three above. So it's going to go down before it uh, comes back up to three above during the daylight. Just uh, a cold morning, so bundle up. Get your vehicle winter ready with great savings from Pomp's Tire Service. For a limited time, get up to $75 back on a set of four select Goodyear tires. Double the rebate up to $150 when you use your Goodyear credit card. Pomp's does more than just tires. From oil changes to engine diagnostics, we have your service needs covered. Looking for a career change? Visit Pomp'sTire.com for career opportunities. Get to Pomp's now and save up to $150 on Goodyear tires. We know tires. We know service. You should know Pomp's. It's time for another Synergy Cooperative Agronomy and Feed Update. I'm Scott Schultz this morning visiting with Bruce Ostlinson, Certified Crop Advisor at Synergy Co-op. Bruce, I don't know if you noticed, we've got some snow out in the cornfields. What's going to be happening with that corn that's still standing out there, and how's it looking in the fields uh, as far as getting our, our soil testing done and everything else now? 
Yeah, we've got uh, uh, a fair amount of snow. It varies depending on what part of the territory you go to. But, uh, yeah, I kind of put uh, put a halt on the corn harvest here for a few days. Um, if it turns cold and we get that snow knocked off, we'll probably be all right. Um, I know people have been hearing horror stories around the Midwest about not being able to get propane. Um, we've been pretty good so far. So um, this is definitely not one of the years that we want to leave corn out in the field, you know, just for the stress it's already had this year. Right. And I don't think we have much choice, Bruce, because that, that corn out there with uh, the way it's going, not good. In fact, uh, Scott, we got the last crop progress report of the year as we take a look at it on our Synergy Co-op uh, update. But what does that last crop progress report show us? Well, the National Ag Statistics Service issued its final crop report of the year yesterday, even though the crops aren't all in the bin yet. As of Sunday, 8% of the corn across the country is still standing. That's about 7.5 million acres. Farmers still need to combine with a big chunk of that in North Dakota, Michigan, and Wisconsin. And here in Wisconsin, only 74% of the corn for grain has been harvested because of the excess moisture and snow-covered fields. Normally, 95% of the corn is off across the state by now. State farmers reported the moisture content of the corn they did harvest last week was still up there at 23%, and there's still some soybeans to go get. Only 88% of the beans are in. Last year, all the soybeans in the state had been harvested by now, and uh, it's just like you called it out there, Bob, talking to a lot of area farmers that when that snow cover got on there, it kept everything a mess underneath it. It really did, and some of the comments, again, the last crop report of the year, up in Burnett, Washburn County, snow prevented any tillage or harvest. Still lots of corn in the fields. Clark County received two rounds of heavy wet snow, and it slowed many corn harvesting operations. Some areas of the county have 10 to 12 inches of snow. Some corn fields snow blown in even deeper than that. Not sure if the snow or corn moisture is the reason. There was uh, little to no harvest activity this week. Both do, uh, do contribute to farmers' decisions, and of course... <laughs> A week ago, so did the deer harvest, little uh, deer harvest that we did have. St. Croix County, heavy wet snow has prevented producers from being able to finish their harvest. Lots of snow in the corn stalks has turned to ice, which means most machinery is getting clogged up and making it impossible to continue. Trempolo County, too much moisture and unfrozen ground means no progress with the harvest. The bills are coming due, the corn's still in the field. Low and inconsistent yields, high moisture leading to higher drying costs, and low test weights are causing great distress in the farm community. And uh, that is for sure, stress in the farm community. Almost 16 minutes now after 5 o'clock here at WAX. Take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer-owned, community-minded. Synergy Co-op. Swim run. It's been 
one of those days. Business deadlines, customers to take care of, everything needs to be done yesterday. You've gotten so good at looking forward to the end of the day when you can relax. This amazing calmness, transformation, began the day you took delivery of something that's changed your life and the way you enjoy it. Something that's added a new routine to your daily existence. Your new marquee spa from Swimrite Pools and Spas. Buy the right spa from the right company. Swimrite is diving through their 30th year of business, and if it's not good enough for their backyard, it'll never make it into yours. Experience the Swimrite difference and have more time to spend with your family, inside or out. At Swimrite, home recreation is what they do. This means pool tables customized for your home, even personalized shuffleboards. Swimrite invites you in to look, feel, and test out their tables and products because when you shop locally, you get to experience exactly what you're going to take home. We do it right. Swim right. Vita Plus at Loyal, one of the dependable central Wisconsin farm suppliers. And Diane Beals is with us to talk about Vita Plus. And, Diane, I guess I'll ask you to do just that. Tell us more about Vita Plus as far as the products and services and territory covered that uh, you help out so many farmers with. Well, here at Vita Plus, we offer a full line of services. We have fertilizer, seed, chemicals, custom applications, green facilities, trucking, as well as feed business here. And how big a territory will you cover? You've got a pretty big facility there, so you can handle an awful lot of product. Well, the fertilizers, feed, and chemical side, we cover a lot of Jackson, Clark, Wood, and Marathon County. And for the feed side, we cover a lot larger area than that, as well as the trucking. And, of course, uh, that's a lot of uh, hay ground, and X alfalfa is one of the lines that you carry. How long has Vita Plus been carrying the X line, and what's been the reaction from the farmers as far as planting X and having it work with their cows? We've been carrying it for approximately five years now. Uh, the growth that it's been coming through has been tremendous. The overwintering capabilities... Granted, we did have a very tough year this last year, along with everybody else who had hay in the ground. But overall, the overwintering is great. The quality is great. The quickness of how fast it grows back and the leafiness has been tremendous for our growers here. And I would assume you've got plenty of product for the needs of replanting this spring of Alpharex? Absolutely. The supply is looking really good for us at this time frame. And that's good news. So for your Alpha Rex needs and other farm inputs in central Wisconsin, it's Vita Plus Ed Loyal, another one of those Alpha Rex dealers. we got 19 minutes after 5 o'clock, and uh, we're going to hear about the African swine fever. Dr. Lisa Becton from the National Pork Board is going to join our Josh Scramlin, who uh, talked to uh, her down at Kansas City at NAFB. We got any meetings, Scott, before we get to some of that stuff? Well, a meeting, I don't know if you call it a meeting exactly, but Clark County UW Extension is taking in egg plastics today from 10 a.m. to noon. That's over at the uh, Clark County Fairgrounds at Nielsville. Um, get a hold of the extension office before you head over there with your egg plastics, though. Discovery Farms, it's having its annual conference tomorrow at Glacier Canyon Conference Center at Wisconsin Dells, uwdiscoveryfarms.org to get involved with that. And then on Thursday, 
Compeer Financial is holding, along with the UW Extension, its 2019 Resilient Farms Conference, and that's at the Kalahari Resort down in Wisconsin Dells, 8.30 to 4. Speaking of the Kalahari, (laughs) I haven't been down there since they've enlarged it. Oh, boy, I got Uh, lost yesterday. Well, I'm telling you, drive by that, what used to be a parking lot, now the parking (laughs) lot's all consumed by building. It is. Unbelievable how big that is. It is. And by the way, Friday is the deadline to enroll in the Dairy Margin Coverage Program. All right. So make sure you get that done at your Farm Service Agency office. So lots coming up. Again, coming up, we're going to talk African swine fever. What really is the story around the uh, country and around the world, for that matter? Again, Dr. Lisa Becton of the National Pork Board is going to join Josh Cramlin to talk about that. That's coming up next right here on WAX. As we reflect on this past year, all of us at Joseph Refrigeration and Withy are aware of those who have worked side by side with us to shape and grow our business. We greatly appreciate your contributions and would like to say thank you to our entire crew at Joseph Refrigeration for their dedication. We also wish to thank our valued customers for making this such a great year. Everyone at Joseph Refrigeration and Withy wishes you and your families a very Merry Christmas and a happy, healthy New Year. African swine fever, those words throw fear into anyone in the hog industry these days. I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And Pam, we really are concerned about African swine fever and keeping it out of this country. What's the latest on the status of African swine fever? You're right, Scott. Fabulous farm bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. I think that as soon as we saw how quickly China's hog population could be decimated by African swine fever, the world went on high alert. Here in the United States, we've got all kinds of researchers that are not only taking a look at the movement of this disease around the world, they're obviously taking a look at our protocol as a country to keep African swine fever out. Josh Scramlin had a chance to visit with Dr. Lisa Becton, a veterinarian that is on top of the African swine fever situation for the latest updates. Josh? This African swine fever situation taking place around the globe is pretty scary stuff. To get an expert opinion on the spread of the disease and what we can expect going forward, I spoke with... Dr. Lisa Becton, and I'm with the National Pork Board, and my title is Director of Swine Health Information and Research. You're probably in crisis mode right now, and, just, <laughs> and you've been very, very busy, I'm sure, over the last year and a half, two years. Paint the picture for our listeners. On a global scale, what is African swine fever looking like right now? You know, it's a a pretty dire situation, only because it originally started, obviously, in Africa, but then it spread up through uh, Georgia from Eastern Europe, and it spread throughout Russia. It is uh, in Eastern Europe and wild boars. And then, obviously, recently, back in August of 2018, it hit China. And now it's really gone very rapidly through China, down into other Asian countries, such as uh, North Korea, to um, uh, Laos, to a lot of these other countries. And so we've seen a very rapid spread. And so it's very concerning because 
you know, we don't know where it's going to go next. And so what we're focused on from the U.S. perspective is really what do producers do to protect themselves against the virus? And so the good thing is we've learned a lot as we've watched it progress. The bad news is is that we really don't want it to get any closer to our shores. Mm-hmm. Has the port checkoff been in contact with other countries and just asking, you know, what's going wrong? How can we help you? How are you guys involved in that? You know, this it's been a very collaborative effort overall. So it's not just us as the National Pork Board, but National Pork Producers Council, the American Association of Swine Veterinarians, the Swine Health Information Center. All of us have, have a lot of different contacts in a lot of areas. So we work with people in Korea, people in Vietnam, even over in UK, Belgium, Denmark, really to learn in other places, what are they doing? What are they learning and how to deal with this disease? Because obviously we excuse me, we don't have it here, so we want to take advantage of their knowledge and and learning and apply it to what we're doing here in the United States. The expression is always, it's not if, it's when. Looking at African swine fever getting into the U.S., do you think it's an if or do you think it's a when? You know, we're hopefully optimistic that we can keep it out. We know it is progressing, so what we're trying to do really right now is to focus our producers and efforts onto what do we do to prevent it. Um, and so things like early diagnosis. We also work with Customs and Border Protection on beagles to be able to identify illegal products coming in. We're looking at supplies coming in and can we have them get to us in a safer manner? Do we need to hold things? Do we need to disinfect things? And so we're really trying to focus on what do we do to prevent it? But with that being said, we're also looking at what do we need to do if it does get here? How do we quickly respond? How can we work with USDA to make sure that we're not you know, putting ourselves at an unnecessary risk? And so we just got off of a set of exercises that basically scenarioed what happens if it does get into the United States. And we worked through four days of what are each of those different pieces and how do producers interact with the different state and federal governments to make that happen. And we've learned a tremendous amount. And I think we've learned that we still have a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. But there's things that we know we can do. We know things that are working well. And we know areas that we need to focus on. And so it gives us hope that we can still keep this out. What would you say are the areas that we need to focus on? You know, right now we have a lot of uh, things that we need to focus on for permitting. How do we handle all of this data? data and information to make sure that we have the accountability of knowing that animals are negative before we send them out, how to get information to our state and federal partners to have them comfortable to move pigs across lines. You know, we also need to look at our feed supply. How do we make that safer? But then also looking at just basic biosecurity procedures. Are the things we're doing really, truly mitigating risk, and can we do them consistently to keep the virus out? Now, a misperception might be that it has to come in through an animal. It doesn't have to just come in through an animal. What are the ways, or what's the most common way that it could maybe get in? You know, right now what we're seeing is is a couple different things, and I call it more human transmission because it's things that we as people either do or bring or carry with us. Normally the disease is carried and transmitted by a tick, but in the instances that we see in China and somewhat across the globe is that other than the pig-to-pig contact, you're right, you can bring it through contaminated meats. If you bring a meat product that's had, you know, been infected with ASF and feed that to another pig, it can get exposed that way. 
if you have dirty equipment that's been in contact with a pig that had ASF and goes to another pig, it can get exposed that way. Um, but yeah, dirty equipment, dirty supplies, feed that might be contaminated or other you know products. And so yes, there's a lot of different ways that it could get to us. Put it into context because obviously we have had issues before and crises before. How does this compare to other in the past involving swine? You know, I think this one is is a little bit more elevated because in other instances, so for example, for foot and mouth disease virus or classical swine fever, which we don't have in the United States, if we got those, there is at least a vaccine option. For African swine fever right now, there is not. And so the only way to get rid of that virus is what they call stamping out or to depopulate the animals that have it. And so that's a, a very dire means to get rid of a disease, but that's the only tool that we have. And so I look back at 2013 and 14 when we had PED, we got to model a lot of our responses back then. Um, granted, it was, again, was only a pig disease, but it helped us learn what do we need to do better, and we focused on those areas. But I think ASF has really elevated our level of concern because of the dire nature of the virus and, and just the devastation it could cause if it gets here to the United States. Now, you talk about stamping out, and obviously there's people that are working around the clock to try to find a cure. Why do you think it is so difficult to find a cure for this? This virus is very difficult to be able to find a, a vaccine for. There's multiple different strains, and not all of those strains, if a pig gets it, is protected from the other. And so it's a very large virus, and we have a lot of really great minds and scientists working on this, but it's a very tricky virus, and it's going to take some time in order for us to be able to get a vaccine that works, if we do. And so it's, it's just a very difficult virus to try to work with um, to get a vaccine that can help us. And if we don't ever get a vaccine, worst case scenario, how does it ever stop? You know, it, again, it comes back to the prevention mode and really trying to put up very definitive barriers to make sure that we don't bring in that virus through some of the things we mentioned before, like feed, like contaminated products, like illegal meats, or even sick pigs. And so those are the things we're really trying to focus on, because if we can create, you know, even in North America to keep that out, then we're just that much better off. And again, that's Dr. Lisa Becton of the National Pork Board talking about the challenges with African swine fever around the world. It's 5.30 in the morning. We'll look at some of the local markets. Mark your calendar for Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite's Open House, December 9th through the 13th. Specials running on all in-stock appliances. Refrigerators, ranges, dishwashers, washer-dryers, freezers, and microwaves. Sign up for Viasat. Fast, high-speed internet. $20 off the first three months. First call, push of a button, and help is on the way. Enjoy coffee, hot chocolate, apple cider, and cookies all week long. Join Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite's Open House, December 9th through the 13th at 1209 West Dahlberg Road in Greenwood. Well, I must spoke a little bit. We'll eventually get to the morning markets, but before we do that, let's get some local news. Scott, what's going on around the area? And Eau Claire County deputy is in the clear for last summer's shooting at a motel in, in Chippewa Falls. The district attorney in Chippewa County yesterday said Deputy Adam Prorock was justified in shooting and wounding 49-year-old Christopher Knifeson Nif- inside the Indian Head Motel in, on August 1st. 
Rice Lake police said they don't know how long a missing two-year-old girl wandered before she fell into the Red Cedar River. Officers yesterday thanked everyone who searched for the two-year-old girl. Searchers found her in the river late Sunday night. Rice Lake police said she could have been missing for almost a half hour before her parents noticed she was gone. Officers said she walked about two blocks before it appears she slipped and fell into the river. Wisconsin's National Guard commander is off the job after Governor Tony Evers demanded he step down because of a failed investigation into complaints of sexual assault. Adjutant General Donald Dunbar resigned yesterday. The governor asked for his resignation after a report stated that Dunbar forced the investigation of the sexual assault complaints to go through Guard investigators so they could shield the Guard from state and federal regulators. The report also says the Guard didn't follow Defense Department guidelines about sexual assault and harassment and that the Guard didn't have enough trained advocates to handle cases here in Wisconsin. Governor Evers said he's extremely upset and concerned about the report and that investigation. Eau Claire has set another new snow record. Forecasters this week said the snow pushed the city over 100 inches of snow for all of 2019. The National Weather Service officially measures snowfall on a winter-by-winter basis and not by a calendar year, so the record is unofficial. This year is Eau Claire's snowiest calendar year since 1893, and recently, only 2013 was close. That year, Eau Claire saw almost 84 inches of snow. And there's a new E. e. coli outbreak in Wisconsin tied to a salad mix. The Department of Health Services yesterday said three people in Wisconsin have gotten sick after eating a Fresh Express Sunflower Crisp Chop Salad Kit. In all, eight people across the country have gotten sick in this latest E. coli outbreak. And, you know, you see all these Facebook memes, Bob, and they say that eating salad... That's that's good for you, but do you ever see people getting sick eating, you know, like, I don't know. Christmas cookies? Christmas cookies, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think it happens. I don't think you get sick eating Christmas cookies. By the way, do you have any Christmas cookies left? We we bumped into each other over at the Pleasant Valley 4-H Club's Cookie Walk, cookie walk the other Saturday. day. What an event that oh, is. Oh, my goodness. I bought two boxes and... I'm sharing them with other people. I've got them doled out in other people, but they're awful good, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, it certainly was. All right, thanks, God. Look at some of our local news. Well, let's find out about the weather. And our weather brought to you by Dimmer's Grain Service down the Holman area and Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. Kelly Slifka is over at Skywarn 13 this morning. And uh, the last I heard, Kelly, it was uh, three above with a nine below wind chill. How outdated is that temperature? Well, he's afraid to tell us. It's so maybe it's so cold his microphone's frozen. I don't know. But, oh, I'm here. Oh, there you are. I, I thought maybe you were uh, trying to blow on your fingers and warm up a little bit oh, out there. Boy, you're gonna need everything to warm up out there today. I gotta ask you, uh, how tough are you? Did you ride your bike today? You know, I didn't. It's not because I'm not tough. It's just I have to leave town right after the oh, okay. morning news. Okay, so. you gonna leave town tomorrow morning too? Uh, yeah. I wish I was going <laughs> to Florida, but I'm actually. Uh, 
I'm actually I actually I'm gonna ride my bike tomorrow. I'm just gonna be show you how tough I am. Yeah, that'll be real tough because it's gonna be a lot colder tomorrow morning than it is right now. But it's a short lived cold snap. That's good. Tell that, us about it. Yeah, that's the good news. We do have high pressure building down uh, from Canada, and that's what's brought in the cold air. Not enough to uh, bring uh, break up all the clouds. We've had some clouds out there to, this morning. Uh, but temperatures are getting close to uh, zero right now in Eau Claire. We're sitting right at one, but where they've cleared out, we've seen some below zero temperatures off to the west. And when you factor in that wind, it's, it's putting wind chill values right now here in Eau Claire. It's at 12 below, but we're getting some 20 below readings, especially areas to the west as you head over there toward the border there. And that's where we have the wind chill advisories in effect until noon today. So that wind chill value could be up to 20, 25 below. Otherwise, we'll look at partly cloudy skies. High struggling to get up to three. Tonight, we'll look at partly cloudy skies down to 11 below, so it will be a colder night. Tomorrow, a lot of sunshine, high only of 1, though. We do moderate Thursday, snow likely 21. Friday, up to uh, 30 with partly cloudy skies. Another chance of snow on Saturday, high of 22. Right now in Eau Claire, we do have mostly cloudy skies, temperature of 1. I'm Sky 113, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Well, what's it feel like with the wind? The wind chill right now is 12 below. Minus 12 wind chill. Yeah. All right, what a short lived. We, we're tough. We can handle that. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, later this afternoon, the winds will come down, so it'll be a little bit better. Oh, uh, that a boy. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slifka over at uh, Sky Warren 13 with our weather this morning. Brought to you by Doomers Grain Service and Buck Country Grain as well. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. And those grain prices today at Dummer's Grain Service in Holman and Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. That cash corn price, uh, new crop corn, delivered to the elevator at three thirty-one a bushel, and new crop soybeans at eight thirty-seven. So corn three thirty-one, the soybeans at eight thirty-seven. Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. Warning, the offer you're about to hear will shock you. During the Kia Holiday Sticker Sales Event at Prestige Kia, everyone gets our best year-end pricing of the year and exceptional trade-in values. Claire, for a limited time, get up to $6,000 off MSRP on remaining new 2019 Kias. And you still get the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty. Plus, we'll take any trade, even if you owe thousands more than your old car is worth. So you can drive home a new Kia for less. Select new 2019 and 2020 models with 0.09% financing for 72 months. That's right. Get 0.09% APR for 72 months and make no payments till March 2020. Lower prices, exceptional trade-in values, and a better buying experience only at Prestige Kia. Home of the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty and the 2020 Motor Trend SUV of the Year. Just one mile north of I-94 on Highway 93 in Eau Claire. Or visit spendlessgetmore.com. Offer includes factory rebate plus tax title and license with approved credit through KMF. Trade balance refinance to new loan. Expires 12-31-19. A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. 
To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com. This month's special at Grace Home Respiratory. Get $25 off four-wheeled walkers. That's $25 off four-wheeled walkers at Grace Home Respiratory. goes along. We're one above now with a wind chill about 12 below. And Scott, you were down at the Farm Bureau Federation annual meeting yesterday and uh, had a chance to talk to uh, the outgoing president. I did. Uh, first of all, we might want to mention that one of our favorites down at Independence, Joe Brogger, has been named the president for the organization. We'll talk more about that in a bit. But I caught up with Jim Holt, the outgoing president, who farms up by Elk Bound, and uh, asked him where he thinks the Farm Bureau is positioned as he's stepping aside and what he'll be up to in the next few weeks. Well, as I mentioned last night in my speech, Scott, I'm very optimistic for the organization. I said and I continue to believe that the right people in the room to carry this organization forward, and that gives me a lot of uh, comfort. A lot of comfort. What are you going to do with all that comfort now? Uh, take care of uh, some more critters around uh, the farm or what? Well, um, you may be aware, Scott, we do not have livestock currently, <laughs> and uh, adding them back is, is not a likelihood, <laughs> to be frank. Um, I think I'm uh, looking for a little slower pace, uh, more time with uh, my wife and daughters and their children and families, um, and that's probably where we're going to focus. Now, you've spent some time on the board. You've gotten to experience a lot of looks at this organization from inside, from outside, from every direction. How do you feel about how it is compared with uh, a decade ago? Well, I think it's always been a very strong organization using county input to drive our policy it continues to do that, and I think we're seeing an example of that happening right now as you and I speak in the session. Um, that has been our strength, and I think it will continue to be our strength. Is there stuff you're going to miss? Oh, absolutely. Um, I've had the great fortune to make a lot of friends around this state and, uh, and around this country. Um, the scene and, and communing with them regularly will be a change, and I will definitely miss that. A lot of great people that I can call friends that I will always have that. One thing that's going to come to my attention is that when it comes to farm, when it comes to farm issues and policies, even in Congress, we can all talk yet. Is that what, what you feel? Is that what you see? You know, you're, I think you're referring to the, some of the less amiable discussions we hear in other industries. Agriculture is so fortunate that we are, we are one. We don't need to have parties. We, we talk across party lines. We come to agreement on, on positive ways to handle each issue. Uh, it's a great asset to our, our whole industry that that's the truth. Address that a little bit because I, I look across, uh, I can look in the door here at the delegates, and there are all ilk of political feelings and political parties in that room. Yes, there is, and that's what gives us strength, because when we accept a policy, the policy makers know that statement you just, you just stated, that we cut across all lines in this organization. We're a general farm organization. 
We have interest in all the different commodities, and we take great effort to represent all views. And again, that's uh, Jim Holt, the outgoing president of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. But again, as you pointed out, Joe Brogger from down in Independence is going to be the new president of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. Joe's been on the school board, president of the school board down there at Independence, a, a real active guy, one of the uh, first guys as far as the... Uh, um, Wisconsin Discovery Farm. Discovery Farms, absolutely. I think yeah. he was the first cooperator he was. with the Discovery Farms program. So a real innovator, a real leader in agriculture. And, of course, with his wife, Noel, and uh, brother, Dan, 300 milk cows, 32,000 pullets they're feeding, growing 1,400 acres of crops. So Joe will be a good, good president. And uh, we'll get a chance to talk to him hopefully today because, what, it was four thirty-five o'clock before they actually get done with their policy. And then the, the board not the members, select that new president. That's right. That's All right. right. So, uh, again, congratulations to Jim on, uh, you know, successful presidency of the Farm Bureau from 2012 to 2019. And now hands the reins to Joe Brogger of Independence. My old job was sucking the life out of me, but I wasn't sure I'd like selling cars. I thought, why not give it a shot? That was 11 years ago, and I love selling vehicles. I'm Mike Wiseman, and I'm a sales associate at Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. We have sales associates who came from many different businesses. Some came from retail, farming, and insurance, and even from other auto dealerships. I'm Rick Moore, the owner of Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. We've been growing, and we intend to grow even more. We've increased our new and used inventory, so we're going to hire three more sales associates. We're looking for people who are honest and like working with people and helping people. It's not for everyone. But what I like most about working here is that we treat people right. We are honest with them, and we build great relationships with our customers. I would say if you're dependable, hardworking, and you want to learn and grow, then you should apply. For a confidential interview, call Matt Farron at 715-852-1037 or email him at mfarron, F-E-R-R-I-N, at eauclairefor.com. Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane is an equal opportunity employer. The thermometer is at zero degrees as we continue with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. Let's go up to the Equity Baron Barn to hear from Casey. Just a reminder, we'll be having a special sheep and goat sale December 21st at 10 a.m. For today's sale, choice Holstein steers sold from 80 to 83.50. Unfinished steers and heifers sold from 50 and down. Cull cows today, we topped out at 48. The top 20% selling from 43 to 46, 60% sold from 28 to 42, and the bottom 20% was selling from 25 and down. Call bulls today were selling from 65 to 70. Quality Holstein bull calves were selling from 40 to 90. We topped out at 92.50. Light and poor quality calves were selling from 35 and down. The farm markets are being brought to you by McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance would like to thank their insurance partners for their continued support in 2019. Since 1898, their company has taken pride in protecting your local rural communities and their hometown insured. Whether it's home, farm, auto, or even commercial property, the local experts at McMillan Warner have the proven track record to help you rest assured the things that mean the most to you are covered. McMillan Warner is centrally located in Marshfield. Visit McMillanWarner.com. 
14 minutes before 6 here at Wax 104.5. Rod Knudsen has the latest from the Equity Sparta Barn. The slaughter call mark today is steady with 20% of the cows at 45 to 55, 60% of the cows at 30 to 45, and 20% of the cows at 30 and down. Slaughterable market steady with the high-yielding commercial bulls at 65 to 77, with your canner lightweight utility bulls at 65 and down. Fed cattle market steady with the choice overnight. Beef steers and heifers $1.15 to $1.22. Select the choice beef steers and heifers $1.08 to $1.15. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers at 94 to $1.00. Your choice overnight Holstein steers 87 to 93. Your choice Holstein's 80 to 87 with your standard select steers and heifers at 80 in town. Replacement calf market steady with the top Holstein bull calves at 40 to 75. Heifer calves at 10 to 30. And the good beef type calves at a dollar to a dollar 70 a pound. Thank you, Rod. Rod Knudsen over at the equity uh, market down there at Sparta. Let's go over to Stratford now, the Stratford equity barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. How you doing? Well, Bob, and a very good morning to you. Uh, you guys were talking about eating cookies before, so uh, I think it's kind of a good day to be doing that, sit here uh, eating cookies and drinking coffee and listen to wax. And uh, <laughs> Well, we're actually really warm here. We're in the tropics over here. It's five above. Oh, you, know? you are. So enjoy it because it'll cool off eventually for the next, just the next couple of days. Not a long bout, but it's uh, going to be cool the next couple of days. So batten down the hatches. What's going on over at uh, Stratford on this Tuesday morning? All right, Bob, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Monday, here at Equity Stratford. On the uh, market cow auction yesterday, a steady trend on the cows. Higher-yielding, fleshier cows on yesterday's sale. Uh, they are selling from 48 to 58, and we did top yesterday on the cow market at 59. Most of the cows in yesterday's sale, your average dairy cows. Average flush cows, they are selling between 30 and 46, and your thinner, planer cows, uh, $30 and below. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls are at 60 to 73, a lighter weight and back. Fat cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers are mostly from 78 to 88. Your higher yielding choice Holsteins from 88 to 92. Select underfinished cattle, $74 and below. Now into the calf market yesterday, Holstein bull calves uh, mostly steady again in, the, in this cold weather. Buyers again very, very selective on the quality of the calves and again very limited demand. Uh, if any demand for these younger lightweight calves, 85, 225-pound Holstein bull calves, 40 to 105. Extreme top yesterday on the bull calves up to 125. Heifer calves, very limited demand, 25 and below. Calves continue to be in good demand, and they are selling from 100 to 255. And now today, Tuesday in Stratford, we'll get underway this morning at 11 with the market auction. Tomorrow, Wednesday here in Stratford, will be the feeder cattle sale. Uh, that will start at noon. Of course, we do start the market sale tomorrow at 10. Also selling uh, calves tomorrow after the market cows. And at the noon, we do have the feeder cattle sale. Thursday auction also starts at 11. And don't forget, at the end of the week here will be our monthly uh, sheep and goat auction. That, of course, is on Saturday, December the 14th, and 30 a.m. start time for that. And again, folks, uh, all this information on our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page, our phone number here in Stratford, 715-687-4101. And uh, boy, I tell you, I wasn't very happy about looking at the cheese price yesterday. Ugh. No, that uh, dropped, what, 14 cents on the uh, barrel cheese, 14 and three quarters. Not good, that's for sure. So... Hopefully people will start buying. It's holiday season. You wouldn't expect that during the holidays. So I was a little no. surprised at that, too. Hey, you stay warm. We'll talk to you in the morning. Sounds good, Bob. You also, and you guys got enough cookies for today. Oh, we're all set. We got plenty of cookies for today, even tomorrow. So we're in good oh, shape. Well, that's, all right. You, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow, then. There he goes. Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford this morning. After
After the problems this year, no one has to be reminded of how cruel nature can be. I'm Shannon Latham. Come drought, hail, or high water, if you plant the minimum product required, you're fully protected by Latham Seeds Replant Program. 75 bags of Latham brand corn or a 36-bag increase gets you 100% replant. And 200 units of Latham soybeans treated with Soy Shield Plus earns the same. Let's hope not, but just in case, go to LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. There's a lot of winter driving ahead of us. Get ready with additional savings at Sherrill Tire and Service Center. Now get up to $190 off select Goodyear tires through December 21st. Be safe this season. Get the Sherrill Tire for up to $190 in rebates on select Goodyear tires when you use the Goodyear credit card. Subject to credit approval, see store for details. Sherrill Tire and Service. Find your location at SherrillTire.com. Sherrill Tire and Service. Best tire prices, period. This winter, keep your car running with Prestone Antifreeze. Only Prestone Superior Formula works immediately, protecting your engine from the elements to keep your engine running better. So choose Prestone today. And let's get more markets. We're going green livestock, and of course that's in the Torp area. Michelle is with us. Good morning, Michelle. Hey, good morning, Bob. Well, you're going to watch the Packers play their last home game uh, coming up on Sunday? Yes, I am. Ah, uh, good. Yes, well, I am. Should be good. The Bears, uh, the Bears. I know, and hopefully they can win. The Bears are playing pretty good right now, and I'm not too sure about oh, the uh, but Isn't any, that amazing? I know, it, unreal. But we'll see what happens. That's why they play the game, as somebody once said. Well, how'd the sale go last mm-hmm. night? All right, thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Monday, December 9th at Terrain Livestock Market. In the Sonic Market, we tapped at 59 with a consignment by Jeff Potter of Excellent. 83% of the cows are from 37 above. Market cows were 47 to 56, low yielding cows 37 to 46, thin and weak cows 36 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime, 86. 78 to 92, selects were 75 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 58 to 72, with utilities at 56 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from 25 to $70 per head. We tapped at 74 with a consignment by Hungry Acres of Chippewa Falls. Lighter and lower quality calves, $15 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $45 per head. Beef calves, 70 to 225 per head. In the hog market, sales were 33 to 40. Boars were 13 and down. Our next sale will be tomorrow, Wednesday, the 11th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, Give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at True Livestock, your family owned an upright market. Have a great day. Have a great day, too. Take care of yourself. Sound like you're coming down with another one. I don't know. It's something that just lingers. You know how that I goes. Know it. I know it. All right. Stay warm. All right. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle. Over Train Livestock, and of course, they're in Thorpe. Mark your calendar for Clark Electric Appliance and Satellites Open House, December 9th through the 13th. Specials running on all in stock appliances refrigerators, ranges, dishwashers, washer dryers, freezers, and microwaves. Sign up for Viasat, fast high speed internet, $20 off the first three months. First call, push of a button, and help is on the way. Enjoy coffee, hot chocolate, apple cider, and cookies all week long. Join Clark Electric Appliance and Satellites Open House, December 9th through the 13th at 1209 West. West Dahlberg Road in Greenwood. 
six minutes before six here at Wax 104.5, heading toward the Milk House. Let's go to Pat Mickla at the Zambroda Barn. Looking at Thursday's special feeder cattle sale, we had beef steers in two to 450 pounds from 15 to 160. 450 to 650 pound steers brought 70 to $1.62.50. With the 650 to 850 pounds, they ranged 75 to $1.50. We had beef heifers in 2 to 450 pounds from 47.50 to $1.32.50. 450 to 650 pounds brought 75 to $1.36. And we had 650 to 850 pound heifers ranging 82 to $1.15. Bread, beef, cows, and heifers, they were bringing up to $750 per head. And in the fed cattle division, beef steers were topping $1.11 to $1.20 and a quarter with the beef heifers $1.12 to $1.20. We had dairy steers from 85 to 92 with the dairy cross steers from 86 to $1.04. Market cows ranged 45 to 66 and the market bulls brought from 40 to 75. Market hogs were at 34 to 45. Light sows brought 21.50 to 33. Heavy sows 34 to 35. Heavyweight boars from 5 to 12.50. Thank you, Pat. Pat Mickle over at uh, the Zombrota Sale Barn. The rest of the market's brought to you by Synergy Cooperative. March corn this morning unchanged at 375. The oats at 295. March wheat down one at 521. March soybeans up one to two at 913 after a nice jump yesterday. Soybean meal down 70 cents a ton at 301.50. Country elevator prices on the DTN screen at Golden Plump. Corn is 347 a bushel today at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek. 340 with the beans at 823. Osseo 345 on the corner of the beans at 823. No numbers from Stevens Point. Elk Mound 352 and 828. Down at Sparta, the corn is 331. Beans at 819. Ellsworth 332 and 823. Ethanol plants, Boyceville and Stanley, the corn's 351, New Richmond 344. And that uh, cheese drop that we were talking about, barrels 208, that was down 14 and three quarters yesterday. Blocks unchanged 197, the butter up a cent and a half at 193. December class four, or class three, down four at 1951, January up two at 1864. 1785 for February, that was unchanged. March down three at 1741. April down four at seventeen twenty one. Customer owned, community minded, Synergy Co-op. Our reputation has always been true. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Zero actual temperature with the wind chill. It makes it seem colder than that, about 12, 14 below. It'll get three above today by short time tomorrow. 11 below, but it's short-lived. Uh, Thursday will be 21. Friday will be about 30 degrees. Winterize your RV for less than $60 at Chilson Outdoor Adventure RV. Details at Chilson.com. Wax 104.5.